0: We're in our third edition of Grasping the Word for 2024. This is a ministry of the Southern Oaks United Pentecostal Church in Oklahoma City. I am Mark Parker. Our verse of the week is from the Gospel of John, chapter 10 and verse 30. And these are the words of Jesus Christ. I and my Father are one. I'm going to read today from a book entitled, The Oneness View of Jesus Christ, by David K. Bernard, and I am quoting. Jesus told some Jews, I and my Father are one, John chapter 10 and verse 30. He did not say, I am the Father, because he was not only the invisible Father, but also the visible Son. They would not have comprehended such a statement because they knew the Father to be an invisible spirit. They thought of the Father as dwelling in heaven, while they saw Jesus as a mere man. In essence, Jesus told them, I, the man who am speaking to you, and the Father whom you think of as dwelling invisibly in heaven, are not two as you suppose, but I and the Father are one and the same. The Jews understood Christ's statement as an assertion of deity. They believed in only one God, as found in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4, and they realized that Jesus was claiming identity as the one true God. Their response was an attempt to stone him. They explained, For a good work we stone thee not, but for blasphemy, and because that thou being a man, Makest thyself God. That's in John chapter 10, verse 33. They understood his claim, but they rejected it. They failed to comprehend that he was not a man making himself God, but God who had made himself a man. See John chapter 1, verse 1, and verse 14, and 1 Timothy 3:16. To his disciples, Jesus made his identity plain. He revealed that he was the only way to the Father, and that through him the disciples actually saw and knew the Father. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also, and from henceforth ye know him, and have seen him. John 14, verses 6 and 7. At this point, Philip did not fully understand, so he asked Jesus to show them the Father. Jesus replied, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father, and how sayest thou then, Show us the Father? Believest thou not, that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe me, that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me, for the very works' sake. John chapter 14, verses 9 through 11. The disciples knew that God is a spirit, and as such he is invisible and does not have flesh and bones. John 1.18, 4.24, and Luke 24.39. A human being cannot directly see the invisible Spirit. The only way he could see God is if God were to reveal himself in some form discernible to the human senses. In other words, God would have to manifest himself. As Jesus pointed out to Philip, that is exactly what God did in Christ. The works of Jesus attested to his identity, for he did many acts that only God can do, such as forgiving sins, controlling the forces of nature, creating food for 5,000, and raising the dead by his own authority. Both his words and his works testified that he was God manifested in the flesh. When Philip saw Jesus, he saw God the Father in the only way that God the Father could ever be seen. In this passage, Jesus twice used a phrase similar to the language of John 14 and 20 and John 17, 21 and 22. I am in the Father and the Father in me. We've explained that those verses speak of his humanity in fellowship with God, much as we can have fellowship with God and with each other. But John 14, 9-11 goes beyond any human relationship to speak of the incarnation and of Christ's identity as God. He that has seen me has seen the Father. The Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works.